Do you doubt your skills? Do you feel your accomplishments are a stroke of luck? Do you fear that people will one day see that your talents don't belong to you? You are not alone. Listen on to know more about the syndrome questions about our self-belief. And this syndrome is called the imposter syndrome. This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy, a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new you. Hi, and welcome to Mind Your Mornings. I'm Anna Chandy, your host for this podcast. Over the last 27 years, I have interacted with more than a thousand people, both individuals and families. And through this podcast, I want to bring to you what I have learned about life and its nuances through the experiences of the people I have worked with. How many of you at some point in your life have secretly asked yourself this question, do I really deserve this? I have many, many times. Do I deserve this job? Do I deserve my spouse? Do I deserve this compliment? Is this a question that you can connect to? Self-doubt in the face of achievement, is experienced by almost all of us. Of course, commonly, this is called imposter syndrome. For many, many years, I faced this nagging feeling within me. How did I get here? Do I deserve the credit I get? And all the time, I'm waiting, really scared and anxious to be called out. Preparing for the world to find out that we are hiding something, we are fooling them. Waiting for the world to prove to us that we indeed do not deserve this. The term imposter syndrome was first coined in the 1970s by two brilliant psychologists. At that time, It was considered to affect high-achieving women. But later, it was found that we are all not at all different. Men and women across all ages show the imposter syndrome. It is not a categorized disorder. However, 70% of us experience it at some point in our lives and it affects our lives in multiple ways. So to put it simply, imposter syndrome is the feeling of being a fraud who's fooling those around you. Your success, accomplishments are all a stroke of luck. It makes you feel that you don't deserve something or you don't belong where you are. And you're constantly living with this internal fear of being caught. 
I had a client come in last week. She was married to a man from a well-to-do family running a high-profile business. She came from a humble family. Through her sheer intelligence and grit, she had risen to be a young CEO of a company. Over the one year of her marriage, she has been struggling with his anxiety, especially when she had to meet his extended family. Despite her achievements, she struggled with the feelings of doubt. Her internal monologue kept prompting her, are you good enough to belong to this family? Are you smart enough to have a conversation with the veterans of a business family? Would they find out if she was intelligent enough? Now, my client is well-educated and leading a team of managers, but her imposter syndrome had led her to the belief that she is never good enough. With imposter syndrome, we tend to lose our ability to assess our own competence or skills. As we often compare ourselves to others, we lose perspective on our own strengths. This leads to self-doubt. Our inner critique tells us again and again, maybe you don't really deserve this. But our success is out there. We have got the promotion or have we have been given an award or we've been considered worthy by well-to-do businessmen. So we reason it out. We believe it wasn't for us, but something external that led to this fluke of luck. Maybe they promoted me because I have been around in the company for the longest period of time, not because I actually embody the necessary skills. Let me tell you about one of the most relatable situations of the imposter syndrome. How many of us know to take a compliment? How do you respond when someone says you look beautiful? Do you respond with a thank you? Well, you are one of the few. I have seen people deflect the compliment in multiple ways. Oh, it's the new dress. Oh, I changed my hair. I just cut my hair. Oh, the sun makes me feel good. Maybe it is all these reasons, or maybe you are beautiful. Too often, we struggle to accept this compliment. Now, people experience imposter syndrome in different ways. Some people experience it in a particular area of their life. This could be in their career. They believe that they're not as competent as others. But some people experience this in every aspect of their lives. This comes from an internalized inadequacy of just not being good enough. Imposter syndrome appears in various ways. Some people become the perfectionist. They struggle to see their strengths. Instead, they obsess over their flaws and how they could have done it better. One of my clients once mentioned to me that he has time management issues. However much he tried, he ended up submitting his assignments late or working late nights to finish a presentation. When we spoke in detail, I realized his real issue was perfectionism. 
He is constantly living with the fear of not living up to the expectations, because of which he puts an immense amount of pressure on himself. Imposter syndrome can also occur as a superhero. This is the overachiever, the one who does it all. Their feelings of inadequacy pushes them to work as hard, as hard, as hard as possible to counter that feeling. A classic example is the superhero mum, the ones who manage a career, home, children and social occasions. This is a rather unexpected form of imposter syndrome. Here, instead of underplaying your competence, you tend to overplay it. It is a way to overcompensate for the feelings of inadequacy. The other character dawned by the imposter syndrome is the expert. They are constantly trying to learn more and more and more. They are never satisfied with how much they know. They underrate their own expertise, even though they are often highly skilled. Another manifestation of imposter syndrome is the natural genius. They set challenging goals to prove themselves. This need to prove is to both themselves and others. Often the goals are unrealistic. This leads them to always falling short. And once again, the vicious cycle begins. And the last type is rather unique one. This is the soloist. An individual player whose self-worth comes from their productivity. So they prefer to work alone. For them, asking for help is a sign of weakness. Now, one of the problems of imposter syndrome is that doing more, achieving more, does not change your belief. It is a vicious cycle where one is caught in a loop. You try more and do more and yet you feel inadequate. So you try some more and you do some more, but you still feel like a fraud. Imposter syndrome can have an effect on various areas of life. It is not only played out in the professional life. Imposter syndrome has a major impact on social interactions. The deep-rooted inadequacy can often result in relationships of upmanship. So, for example, if you feel inadequate about your looks or physical beauty, you will seek out people you admire. Such a relationship is never one of equals. Subconsciously, we seek out those to reaffirm our beliefs about ourselves. I am not good-looking and this person's beauty confirms it. This is the loop of self-sabotage, finding people to keep on a pedestal, which in turn feeds the imposter syndrome. So how do I know if I have imposter syndrome? Well, some of the questions should give you an idea. Here are some questions. Do you fixate over your every small mistake or flaw? Do you refuse to take credit for your success? Do you deflect your success to a stroke of luck? Do you struggle to receive constructive criticism? 
Do you live in the fear of being outed as a phony? Do you downplay or exaggerate your expertise? It is not impossible to overcome imposter syndrome. And I say this from my own experience. The most important thing is to get in touch with yourself, to understand your core beliefs, and to understand where the feeling of inadequacy is coming from. Imposter syndrome tends to come from a place of irrational feelings. Changing the narrative in our head helps overcoming this syndrome. Here are some of the ways to address imposter syndrome that I have found useful. First and foremost, believing that you're worthy of love and linked to that, accepting that you're not perfect and there is no perfect person. You do not need to be perfect to be approved or worthy of love. Look for others in similar situations. This will help you see your own blind spots and build your own self-confidence. Reassess your abilities. Do you feel incompetent in some situations? Try and write down a realistic assessment. Compare it over time. It will give you a balanced perception. Don't fight your feelings. Don't try and block uncomfortable feelings. Allow them to take space and understand them. Watch out for your negative thoughts. Every time you catch yourself spiraling, stop and question it. Give up the act of comparison. When someone is talking or doing something, try and focus on them instead of comparing it with the own, your own skills in your own head. And do not give up. Even if you feel like you don't belong, keep going and don't stop being you. I cannot say enough. Please do not be hard on yourself. Self-transformation is a journey and we all deserve rewards for small breakthroughs. I will leave you with this last thought. Limit your social media use, especially for people with imposter syndrome. Social media fuels the feelings of inferiority. any particular themes that you would like me to speak about, please write to us at anna at anachandik.com and in the coming weeks or months, I will speak about it. Thank you for listening to Mind Your Mornings with me, Anna Chandi. I will see you in a fortnight with yet another surprise. You can subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple iTunes. This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandi a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new 